The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. Today is always a tough day, Javier. The last day of boating season. Yeah, I took my boat out a week or two ago. You oh. took yours out today, right? I did. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough day. It's like an acknowledgement that summer's over. And We're going up to camp this weekend, though. There you I'm go. I'm not going to go swimming, I don't think, but go up to camp. Water wasn't bad in Little Sebago. It was about 70 still. I was surprised. Our pond's warm, yeah. too, because our, our, our lake's not very deep. So yeah. I think it's like 50 feet at the yeah, steepest Yeah, I think point, Little Sebago's so. about the same. Yeah, so it's it stays pretty warm. Yeah. You know, but I mean, for kids, my my kid and our nephews might be able to swim in it. I'm not going in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll tell you, like, legit. This was like the morning that should have been a main tourism morning. Yeah. It was perfect weather. A little chilly, but you know, you bundle up. Yep. Just cruising along the lake. Did you get to wear a scarf today? Loons everywhere. Nope. Wore this. Just All a little right. little puffy. I thought you might scarf it up. No, just it's a little early for scarf. Scarf in a two handed coffee cup. I'm a I'm not I'm not I'm not a scarf guy during the college football season. Oh really? No, he's sweatshirt guy. It's a winter. The scarf is a scarf's a winter thing. Is that more like yeah. a sophisticated night out, having dinner somewhere? Yeah, scarf thing. Yeah, scarf mm-hmm. thing is. I would say ninety percent going out to dinner. Okay. Yeah. Not like not a lot of casual scarfing. No, no. This is more of a casual scarfing. <laughs> casual scarfing. That sounds like us. Do you think that's? Do you think casual scarfing is an urban dictionary I, term? I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. If not, we could we could add a submission right now. Casual scarfing. <laughs> Sounds so gross, doesn't it? Does, it? No. Yeah. Oh, dude, you casually scarf. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> casually scarf. Uh, sadly, no. There's oh. doggy scarf. Arse scarf. We could make it up. Casual scarf. Oh, my f- computer just died. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> quick. <laughs> <laughs> All this right. should be fun. Oh, there I mean there there's that computer. There you go. But anyways, yeah. So yeah, casual scarfing. Uh no, I don't do a lot of casual scarfing. All right. It's more of a It's always it's gotta be a reason. Yeah. So it's gotta dr- be a reason. Dress up scarfing. Yeah, like I'm not gonna It's like a it's a detail. It's in the couture. Yeah. I'm trying to think I'm the couturement. I typically don't wear them to Man, that's interesting because I don't. I usually don't wear them to Red Claws slash Celtics games, even though I do dress up for those games. Oh well, yeah. maybe this is more. Maybe that's more of a too too much work. I it's think like a work. Thing. Well, yeah, I think yeah. casual scarping is more about like going out and looking cool. <laughs> it's more about the accoutrement. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little, you know, a little detail, Just a little, little flair, a little extra, you know, a little extra something. It's uh, how you say, je ne sais quoi. Just to let people know that you're a man about town. That's right. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like a pocket watch. You know, I went to a. It's like, and you, do, I don't know if you wear a pocket watch. Would I? Yeah. No. Oh, all right. I, no. I feel like scarf pocket watch. Yeah. No, I don't think pocket. And I love watches. I love mm. clocks. I love all that shit. I don't you know, pocket like watch. Pulling out the pocket watch, fucking no, flipping that a, shit open, and. No, you know what that reminds me of? Like, what like, time is it? I feel like if I'm doing that, work, I feel like if I'm doing that, I should be riding those fucking bikes that have the huge tire in the front and the small wheel in the back <laughs> and the top hat. Yeah, like that's who the fucking asshole who has the pocket okay. watch. All right. 
Instead, like I, you just pull out your four hundred. Yeah. Your, sorry, your eight hundred dollar phone. Because Hob, when I was a skid, I never, I never went with the the wallet with the chain. I wasn't cool enough for that. Oh, really? I, I wallet chained it for a while. I think I, no, you know what? I'm lying. I tried. I wallet chained. I just, I, I wallet chained for a while. Man, I yeah. couldn't pull that off. Yeah. yeah I, was. I was too lame. I was that. I was that guy for a while. Yeah. I had buddies who for like a long while, for a long probably time. for like yeah. yeah, at least like like eighteen to twenty eight or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chain wallet, chain, chain wallet, dude. <laughs> I was punk rock as shit though. Was, you know, chain wallet, baby. I was a punk rock guy. Yeah, so there you go. That was my uh, whole stick. <laughs> chain wallet, piercings and shit. Walsh yeah. hated it. <laughs> yeah, I only got into casual scarfing probably six or seven years ago yeah i was never a scarf it's a, guy it's something you yeah. i think grow into mm-hmm. it's uh, there's a point in your life where you start wearing a scarf i mean that will never happen for me but Pro- also i probably but like you like i you watch like a, that kind of stuff yeah you like I nice things watch so. a lot of british p- procedural yeah. shows too yeah. and everyone wears a scarf like every day you yeah. just you see it all the time like, damn that looks cool yeah i'm like hey you know what <laughs> they're doing it i like it <laughs> They're doing it. I, I like, like it. I'm I gonna like do that it. fucking style. Yeah, well, then fucking go for it, yeah. dude. Gotta be you, man. I don't know. I think I can pull it off pretty good, but it's much fun, more fun with hair. But you're not a fancy wallet guy. No, not a fancy wallet guy. No. Nope. I'm like, maybe someday. I bet you when you're like 60. Like, What's a fancy wallet, though? You know, like a nice like alligator skin oh, $500 yeah. wallet. No. No? Nope. I'm not a fancy watch when, guy. What about either. when you're like 60 though? You think you'll have that? No, I don't. Like, how, like a leather one, like a nice leather. Like, no, I, wallets don't mean that much to me. Okay. Yeah, there's not much. There's not much in there that matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a big watch guy either, though. So. No, I I am a watch guy. I'm just not a. I'm not like a over the top watch guy. I like you know like the, I like like the M you know the movement watch. That that level oh, of watch. Okay. I got a couple of buddies that have yeah. Rolexes. Yeah, man. Like I would never do like, that. Really? Like, what's the point? Okay. I would. I would. First off, I would lose it. <laughs> you would too. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> you would. I would fucking yeah. lose it. You lose shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't lose shit. I I had I have one decent watch I bought like twenty five years ago. It's still in my dresser drawer. Oh, there you go. And never wear it. Yeah. It's not even that nice. Yeah. It's got some value though. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But to rock the, yeah, the rock to Rolex, that's. Yeah, it's just like, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Though I, I have started carrying a pocket knife. What, did you whittle? No. You just like find yourself whittling? But it actually came in handy today. I uh, Someone trying to jack you? <laughs> yeah, man. When I was taking the boat in, there's fucking pirates. <laughs> they came over and they're like, and I showed them my pocket knife. Like, 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 Fuck. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we're getting the fuck out of here. Watch out. Check out my one inch pocket knife, bro. <laughs> it's wicked sharp, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have a flathead screwdriver with me and it, mm. it worked out. So there you have it. Did you, were you one of those guys that had the, what is that big fucking tool all the hippies had for a while? It was like a 27 to 1 tool. A Leatherman? Yes. I have two of them. Yeah. 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 All right. So. <laughs> but did you carry it around and shit? No, no. I don't carry oh, okay. it around. Right. No. Because that was a big thing for a long time. Yeah. People fuck carry the Leathermans yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, I'm lying again. I had the leather. Well, I had the Leatherman keychain. The, the small one. Around with you. Which I carried right. around. So you did. Have, right. You did. Yeah. You'll never be surprised, but I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, actually, I got one as a wedding present for the, not a wedding present, but. Whatever the anniversary leather year was, 
Oh. Abby got me a Leatherman. I was like, oh, that's pretty creative. Oh, all right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So it wasn't like a, wasn't assless leather chair. No, it wasn't. I was super disappointed, but I was like, at least that's creative. Right. Yeah. Man, honey, I was like, she doesn't know like, me honey, at all. She's like, honey, you look disappointed. You're like, oh, I was just kind of hoping for assless chaps, but this is cool too. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like holding a horse whip. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I actually got one for Christmas the from a buddy of mine. Oh. Yeah, he's like, dude, you need one of these. I'm like, well, okay. I guess I do. I already have one. In now I have, I have two. To, in case I have to survive in the woods mm-hmm. sometime. They're great. Yeah, they're good, yeah. I guess. I never had like a real one. I had like a cheap knockoff one of in like my toolbox, Yeah, but I never carried one around. Yeah. Now, I'm not a handy guy like that, though. Like I have friends, it's like something happens, and they have like... They only have two pockets, but it's amazing how much shit comes out of them to like protect, you know, to help. Oh. It's amazing. Those people are interesting. Circling back to camp real quick. Yeah. So we're going up this weekend. Yeah. And we had the one chore I dread most. To the one what? Chore? The one chore I dread most to close up camp. It's fucking brutal. And next year's not happening. I'm buying a different thing. The water? No. That's easy. We call someone. Oh, okay. Uh, the dock? The Not the dock, because we have people for that, too. We have a lot of people. <laughs> the floating dock? The float. Okay. The float. We inherited this big ass, old ass plastic float mm-hmm. that weighs thirty thousand pounds. Does it connect to the bottom? Yeah, it's on yeah. a chain, yep. you know, on a buoy. Mm-hmm. But we so it's easy to get it to shore. We yep. just get on it with a with an oar and just oh, sure. paddle it yeah. in. Then comes the fun part. Oh, getting thing, it out of the water. This thing weighs, and it's huge. It's, like, it's fucking big. Oh, this I've thing seen weighs a thousand yeah. pounds. It's oh. one of the ones like you bought in the eighties. Sure. And it's like half full of water. I mean, I think it uses water to like keep its, you know, stability it's bound, yeah. and shit. So there's like a shitload of water in the thing. And I already know, like, the woman and I will get into a fight trying to get that thing out because we always do. Because <laughs> she never fucking listens to me. I know how to get it in and out with the least amount of pain possible, and she mm-hmm. never fucking listens. And then we end up doing what I say we should do after five tries of her trying to do it her way. So I already know this is going to happen. So. And I always, I don't know if there's enough weed in the world to get high enough for it not to end up in a fight when we do this. I don't, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> and, and of course, it weighs a trillion pounds. So I'm, <laughs> it's like nothing you can do. About I'm it. the one like holding it up and pushing it while right. she's directing mm-hmm. and, you know, belligerently telling me to do it one way when I know it's the other way. So, oh, there's nothing I worse. Am, I am fucking dreading that. But at least I'm playing golf this weekend. There you go. And there's NFL football Sunday, and my daughter has a uh, soccer game Sunday morning. So the weekend's gonna be dope how, outside of that like 20 minutes of hell. How amazing would it be to live somewhere where you don't have to close camp? And I don't mean like year round like seasons. I mean it's always awesome out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not that your camp's winterized. Right, no, no. But there is no winter. Right, there's no, no winter. Yeah. It's just winter well, it's is like Georgia and winter's shit, like right? 60. Georgia. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah like, like South down Carolina there. down yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. All that whole area. Yeah, because they'll get but the random pond, snow. But, but the ponds are muddy and gross. Well, and, and they have shitloads of snakes and, and shit, snakes too. And, yeah, so it's a give and take. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the winter over that, man. We went to a, like a big lake party in North Carolina because we have a family down there and their and their friends are having this big lake party. Hey boys. Welcome to the South. And so it's like a man made lake. Got a pretty mouth. Yeah. It was a man made lake. And it was cool. Like it's great ground. Like, it's like the, clay or something? 
Yeah, so yeah. it's stone, but the bottom's clay. It's all mud. And so mm-hmm. the water, like the top two inches are crystal clear, and then it's brown. <laughs> and, like, you don't get out full of dirt or anything. Right. It's not like that. It doesn't get in your clothes or anything. It just looks like shit, right? It just looks like you're swimming in Yoohoo, basically. Right. So it was a little weird. I didn't spend a lot of time in the water. Yeah. And the bottom was slitchy and nasty. Yeah, see, that would... You know, yeah. That would freak me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, it's not yeah. fun. Like, I think you would want to go water skiing and shit, do that kind of stuff. Maybe go swimming off the boat, but that one, uh, Yeah. I was all set with that. All set. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. I would just be scared to death of fucking water moccasins. Yeah, that too. Like, I yeah. didn't think about that uh, that much, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. Because you, you would invariably eventually see one and then never go in the water again. Of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For good reason. Right. <laughs> It's like, I already don't go in the ocean. Like, I can't do that because I'm, I'm too afraid of sharks. So <laughs> I got to keep my lake fucking, you know. But up here, the worst thing you can get is like a snapping turtle or something. That's yeah. A, that's the worst thing that could, yeah. that could possibly happen. I mean, like a swimmer's itch. I mean. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, oh, man, I got a rash from that duck. Yeah, the duck took a dump next to me, and now I got a rash. <laughs> <laughs> Which like every kid had growing up. Oh once. yeah, I mean, yeah for happens. one one time or another. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that to make myself feel better because I definitely had it. Really, oh, I've yeah. never had swimmers itch, but I'll mm-hmm. go along with this thing. But yep. I also didn't grow up in Maine swimming in lakes. It's true. It's true. We we rented two lake. My entire childhood, I spent two weeks on a lake, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. So what what was so what's it like growing up? Essentially, in a suburb of a giant city in in the summer, like everyone disappears in the summer, right? No, I mean not when we were kids. I mean the rich kids, I guess some yeah. some did, but no, like there's down there like camps and shit. You're doing like boys and girls there, club. Yeah, down there, like your family's a camp. Like they have like a summer home in the mm-hmm. fucking Hamptons. Like there's nowhere to go to camp. Right. right. I mean it's not like here where you could go. There's a million places to go to camp. There's just no camp areas. Right, there. It's just only people. Yeah, you go upstate <laughs> New York, but all that shit's super expensive, right? And it's kind of far away, so. Yeah, we'd go to, like, summer camp. You know, go, I'd go to baseball camp every year, go to summer camp, go to hockey camp, that kind of shit. Yeah. That's the same thing I, I mean, did. just sw- sit around and sweat our balls off because it's fucking hot and humid there in the summer, oh, yeah. too. So we play a lot of, like, sports. Like, but we still had neighborhoods back then. Yeah. Like, all, 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 we'd ride our bikes all day long and go play fucking sports. and you Get know. pools and shit? My rich friends did. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of my rich buddies did. Yeah. But again, like down there, if you had anything cool, like you were rich. It wasn't like you know, <laughs> poor people didn't have pools. Right. <laughs> or even like normal people. That was great. We grew up in a neighborhood where you didn't need a pool because you definitely had a friend in that neighborhood who had a pool. And you yeah, could go see, whenever you wanted. That wasn't like that yeah. down there. It was, you know, you didn't have that shit. Mm-hmm. You had to be wealthy to have a pool. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. We just rode our bikes around, played sports. And like did jumps in the woods off off our bikes and right yeah that's all that's what we did but it was awesome I mean yeah. it was fucking awesome from like yeah probably age like eleven to like sixteen till we got cars you know or maybe ten but yeah we just rode our bikes all over town played sports is it or you go to your buddy's house who is super rich and plays <laughs> <in his> pool. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> you know, birthday parties were the best because all the rich kids would have their birthday parties in their fucking huge mansions with the pools and shit. It's fucking amazing. Like, yeah, birthday party, bitches! <laughs> and fucking mom dropped me off in our 74 Pinto wagon. It's <laughs> like a Rolls Royce fucking next to it. Fucking blue smoke coming out the back. Fucking, <laughs> what up? Here for the party! <laughs> That must have been fucking so weird. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, and all these private neighborhoods have like a guard booth and they'd be like 
I don't know, man. Let me call up. <laughs> My mom could, like, still barely speak English at the time. <laughs> Our leaded gas pinto wagon just killing every fucking flower we drive by. <laughs> you must have been in some serious fucking houses. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what could I do? This kid, Kevin, he lived next to Diana Ross. No, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. My other buddy that I've told you about a lot, he, he lived in the same neighborhood as Trump. Oh, right. Yeah. That's the guy, remember I told you we tried yep. to bomb his mailbox once? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, so some of these kids are fucking rich as shit. And then, you know, plenty of kids that... We're not. Yeah. It was, a, it was still a town where you had, you know, you had the uber rich, but you also had, like, working class. And then you had poor people, too. Yeah. We had like three. We had three projects in that town. So those were my boys' club. Those, those were my friends. That sure know, we we we'd go to the boys' club. Yeah, we had a lot of boys' club time too. Yeah, the boys' club where LeBron made his uh, decision. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the boys' club <laughs> that I went to as a child. That's awesome. And LeBron fucking desecrated it with his decision. He ruined it. I was so I was forever. So, I, was no, so, I believe there was like a nice donation and all. Oh, that I'm kind of sure. Stuff, yeah. I was so. Convinced he's going to Knicks when he's doing it there. I'm like, he's going fucking Knicks, man. Why else would he be doing it there? I I, I agree. Why don't he do yeah. it the Delano or something if he's going to fucking Miami? Mm-hmm. Douchebag. That's where it all started. <laughs> fucking douchebag. And it all began that day. <laughs> do we have to talk about the game of the century? And we talked about it all week on the. Well, I was gonna. Show, I do. Huh? I did want to. No, I wanted to ask you. Like, this has got to be. Has this been the best week? Of your life on this show? Probably. The Red Sox keep losing. They're going to fucking choke oh, that's and miss true the playoffs. Too. Yeah, that's and, a good point. And fucking the game of the century. Well, we'll see how it ends up, though, Danks. Right. That's the thing. Like, if it doesn't go my way on Sunday, I'm going to be fucking devastated. It'll probably, this, it'll probably be the most devastated I've been after a, a, a loss <laughs> or a Patriots win in my entire life. Like, I don't know. Atlanta was brutal. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a really bad fucking day. Uh, but this I'm, this might be worse. This could be worse if it goes the other way. Atlanta was bad. That was fucking. That was that was incredible. I mean, yeah, you know that but, was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's you know, I agree. That was amazing. I mean, that's probably one. Brady of the best was already weeks ever. a legend, and that just made him a fucking sure. you yeah, know, like yep. uber god. You know, <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that game was dead. They threw pick six and mm-hmm. fucking twenty eight to three, like midway through the third quarter, and fucking bam, fuck you. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was. So this could be this. This would so be. I feel like that week that the Jets beat the Pats is probably the best week for you ever on this show. Yeah, because I guaranteed the, the win, and I guaranteed yep. the win, which made yep. it that much better. And so. you really took a Super Bowl appearance away from the Pats, and probably Super Bowl win. I think so. I think that's I can't remember who they what year that, one, that was. I don't even know what if it would matter. Is it the Saints, Saints, Colts, maybe. Who'd you guys lose to? We lost to you. Yeah, and then who played the following week? Is that a? Oh, or is it maybe it was Steelers Packers that year? Might have been. I just can't. It's one of those two teams. Can't remember. Yeah, we would have had a shot, obviously. Oh no question. Yeah, yeah probably would have won it all again. Yep. Yeah, but no. This if you guys get killed on Sunday, which I sincerely hope and and expect. Honestly, I mean, I will be shocked if it doesn't happen. But I am still very leery of it not happening. Um. Then then it'll be yeah. Because I mean, for Brady just shoving up Belichick's ass with like a fifty burger would be. The most magical thing that's ever happened. Yeah, because I'm so, you know, the 
You guys deserve to pay. That's you guys deserve to pay for what you did, I, and Belichick deserves to pay for what. I you feel did. that that is righteous retribution. No question. Yeah, I fully support it. <laughs> it will be painful, <laughs> but as I said yesterday, and I wasn't joking about it, like I just need Mac Jones to survive this game. Yeah, his career could end Sunday night. Yeah, I don't need that, man. I don't need, like, the, oh, dude, this guy's dead. Mac Jones throws four picks. <laughs> his career's over. Brady's right. up 35 nothing in the first quarter. <laughs> Mac Jones, like, convulsing on the sideline. <laughs> oh, shit, we're done Hoyer here. in there. Put Hoyer right. in there halfway through the second quarter. Right, that's true. Like, Hoyer's in the game before we know it. bleeding. <laughs> that would be just the most upsetting thing ever like tom tom if tom wants to go out there and throw five touchdowns and and blow us out i that's great i think tampa, and he deserves every ounce of it so i think tampa I think comes out four or five wide no huddle offense brady just goes to fucking work yeah i mean i think that's the i think that's the most likely scenario i agree and I can't imagine they just come out and run the ball with like Fournette a few times or something. Like imagine that, that. like so, come out run it three times with Fournette and so punt. lame. They're like, dude, you just played in the Pat's hands. You just made this a game. Tampa needs to go up there and psychologically devastate the Pats on the first drive. That's what needs to happen. I agree. It should be. It come should out, be quick and Brady quick and dangerous. Right. Brady six for six for eighty yards and a touchdown. Yep. Fuck you, seven nothing. Yep. With thirteen forty seven to go in the first quarter. <laughs> Here you go, Mac. Your turn, if bitch. You're, if you're the Patriots and yeah. you win the toss, what do you do? You got to take the you ball, take right? The fucking ball. You can't let Brady take the ball. Got to take the ball. Yeah, I agree. You got to take the ball. Yep. I usually don't really buy into that as much, but this it's, one you have to. You take the ball and you hope the fucking god you convert a first down. Right. You're dying for like a seven minute drive to any capacity. I'm just saying, get a first down. If you get a first down and punt, all right. You know, got a first down. You punted. Tampa's probably got shitty field position. Three plus minutes off the clock, at least. Yeah, take a few minutes off. It's yep. you know, you're still intact. You're still see, <laughs> see, you guys don't have experience. With Dan this. Bailey is our he is a weapon. As a Jets fan, mm -hmm. I'm familiar with these kind of fucking bunker scenarios, right? It's what the Jets should have done it's against what, the Pats. Exactly. That's what I talked about after the Jets Pats game. Like you have to understand, getting a fourth down and punting's fine. Right, you and look. This do you is, think Belichick will understand that? I kind of do. Well, I think early, but you guys are going to have to put up thirty yep. fucking points to win. So I think you got to. I think you got to survive the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. I think if you survive the first five minutes, okay. All right, now it's kind of a game and shit, and you know. But if it's fucking seven nothing, boom, like Brady comes out, boom, 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 touchdown. Fuck Here's you. my concern, Hav. My concern is the Patriots get the ball first. And they try like Mac Jones play action deep and it gets picked off. Yeah, that's brutal. Like that is the yeah. I or they not, go or they go safe. They go safe like fucking screen or something, and that gets taken in the house or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that gets tipped or it's a bad throw or yeah. something like that. Or the fucking Tampa knows it's coming because Brady's right, like, dude, blow it Brady's up. like, this is what they're gonna do. Brady's gonna be like, my first game, fucking two thousand four. This is what we opened with to get me comfortable. This is what they're gonna run, fucking. Mm. Like Sue's just standing there, fucking right. <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> One hands it. Yeah, just walks it. Just in. takes it away from just, Mac just Jones. Just hit the fucking Dion on the way in. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> fuck, man, she's that's brutal. <laughs> but again, these are all best case scenarios for the for the box. I just think if I'm the box, I understand what's at, at stake psychologically. I tell Tom, 
shove it up their fucking ass in the first quarter. And I, I let them throw the ball all over the fucking lot. And you know me, I'm a big run the ball guy, but not in this game. I don't know if you even tell Tom that. I think Tom is telling you. Oh, I know. Yeah, Tom's probably like, I'm going to go shove it up there. Like, ass. if you're Bruce Arians, you have no control over this. Like, you you let no, Tom, Tom, you get like, so this is Tom's week, Tom man. walked in with the script. He's like, here's the script for the first 25 plays. <laughs> right, You'll notice right. they're all passes. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, go get him, Tommy. Slams the door. Go get him, Tommy. It's like, you didn't have to yell at dude. I agree uh, with uh, you. Whatever, Right, man. yeah, this yeah, is your week. This is you. This is your team. I agree, man. I, I totally agree. Do yeah. the fucking Urban Meyer, throw the ball 22 times in a row, except you're going to be good at it. Yeah, except for you're going to be up 28 nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. That's just, what I would do. Yeah, I That's just, what I would do. I hope we just get. Like, Unleash the fucking fury. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope we get just like the the most dangerous Tom Brady of all time, just yeah. throwing. What would you say, if you were Arians, what would you say to Tom right before you left the locker room? Would you say anything? Yep. What would you say? I would say, I think, uh, what, what, I'm trying to, well, yeah, that's a good, like, what would be the best final thing to say? I would say something like, shove it up their ass, or or something just quick like that. <laughs> See, I'm thinking it's like, this is all built by Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> You're nothing but a system quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd be like, go shove it up their ass. Yeah, I think I think it would be something probably like, yeah, like like fuck these guys or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, which exactly. he should. Like that's oh. that's great, man. No that's doubt. great, no doubt. I can't wait to watch this fucking game. I I can't, I can't like I said, I've been nervous for this game since like since since the games ended on Monday night, mm-hmm. really, and uh, and I just can't fuck. I can't remember the last time I looked forward to watching a game this much. I mean. It's a great week of football too, like oh, yeah. leading into it. Yeah, great week. Fun weekend. game last night, but yeah, I agree. It's you know you keep asking me when I'm gonna get nervous, and it's not even. And you're right, it's not even nervous to me. It's not even nervous about winning or losing the game. It's to me, it's the Mac Jones factor. Like I just need a quarterback after this game. Like you can't have a, I can't have like a ragamuffin after this game. Right. So there's definitely nerves in that part where you, yeah, the last thing I, it, it feels a lot like the Jets Pats game, like you said, Javier, but I. We don't need the Zach Wilson performance. Right. And it's not even Zach Wilson. Yeah, like we did not survive our moment. Right. We don't need the Matt LaFleur. I should say we don't need the, uh, what's his name? Mike LaFleur. Mike LaFleur performance. Yeah. That's what we don't need. Yeah. So, and Josh McDaniels kind of got really uncreative in the second half last week. So, I'm not exactly looking forward to what could possibly be coming. You know, if I'm Tampa, I'm blitzing Mac Jones on every play. Oh, my God. Because he couldn't handle it last week. And, And I'm just not giving the Pats any breathe, any room to breathe. Like I agree. They're gonna yeah, beat I would us. Snuff them out. They're gonna beat us. You know, fucking like dodging haymakers because I'm throwing haymakers. I'm coming out trying to knock them out in the first round. I don't know why. And again, I mean, obviously, some guys' speed and inability changes things. But gosh, I don't know why you don't. Every time you play a rookie quarterback, you don't rush him and to death. Oh, and I agree. Then, and, yeah. and every seven plays, you're you're faking it, right? And dropping, and, and dropping back because yeah. we see how that typically goes with kids it's funny to me when you look at those first few games I and mean, mac jones was grilling steaks oh yeah especially the first game against miami miami didn't really pressure too much um for the most part but in the second half they started to a little bit more and, and you saw what kind of ability they could have but yeah it's just it's always weird to me when when guys have just all kinds of time to, to throw the football and when you're not really you're not really forcing a rookie quarterback to make quick decisions 
Well, it's funny too, Nick. I think it's just because it's the pants to some degree too, because it's taken a while for people to start to say that maybe this offense isn't that good, that mm -hmm. Mac Jones is just a rookie, right? Because I think there was a lot of like respect early on for the system and that like Mac Jones is going to go out there and do the Brady thing and just dice people up and you know, fairly quickly people realize that's not happening. And, and, and I think more and more teams and, and you hear more and more people in the media now start to actually say that, well, I mean, this offense isn't that good, right? So I, I think like the, you know, I even heard it like, you know, I actually I heard this morning a little bit, like even the people around here are starting to realize that, oh, Hunter Henry isn't like, you know, Gronk and, you know, Johnny Smith, like these guys are 700 yard receivers and Aguilar's never been a number one. And, you know, Bourne's a nice okay player who's had some moments but he's you know been a third or fourth guy his whole career yeah and born's so. a three born's a nice right. three yeah. so you know i think that like you know i think teams and you like you saw the saints the saints blitz fucking mac jones on every fucking play in the first half and yeah then they backed up in the second half and you guys looked a little better on offense but he still couldn't score right so still you get right, to but, the red area but then but he, they backed up but then they brought it again they backed off for about you know two or three drives then yeah. late they they rushed yeah, him then again they came and again they when, forced another turnover yeah when they yeah. needed to so yeah. and then in the red area it's hard i mean you see yeah. these young quarterbacks no matter how good or bad they are they just struggle it's hard to fucking complete passes that's why you know again like people i hate that people don't understand why brady's great because it's it's so obvious right like if you understand football you know that 50 yard touchdowns are are rare and, and hard to come by Teams that get in the red zone score are the best teams. And the quarterbacks that get in the red zone score are the best quarterbacks. And Brady is, you know, easily the best red zone quarterback we've ever seen. I mean, it's just, you know, he's it's ridiculous how easy it is for him to get the ball in the end zone. And, um, you know, that's hard to duplicate with anybody, much less a rookie. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. But And I said this the other day, and I don't want to get too much into this. We'll talk about this on the air more. But it just shows you how good, like, Donkey is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's fucking nasty. He is awesome. He's fucking good. Yep. You know, he's like good now. He's not gonna be good. He's fucking good. Like he's good, and he's played like sixteen games. And I mean, yeah, it's no. He's he was he's good awesome. last year. Yep. You know, he, he was, was he was good last year. I mean, he was he was a factor last year, and and this year now he's got a little help, and they're three and one because he's good. <laughs> yeah, I can only find it's, I can only find red zone analytics from yearly instead of just no one has like the greatest but yeah i mean again who are the guys we always talk about in the red zone it's the same guys over and over and over again it's the guys who have the most success right um even hell even a guy like marcus Mariota forever right didn't turn the ball over at all in the in the red zone and that team made the playoffs a couple times and it's just amazing how those stats always kind of play out and i think when you look at what tom brady has accomplished throughout his entire career it's number one. Obviously, it's clutch. Number two, that clutchness has to do with the red zone. Number three, I mean, the accuracy and the and the ability to read a defense. I mean, it's just it, it's everything, and it's what happens when you're the greatest of all time. It's amazing how we, like you said, it's amazing that that still gets talked about. And I, there's something I saw the other day where someone was marginalizing Tom Brady. I can't, oh, uh, oh, yeah, the San Francisco thing. It's just so weird when you see these stories over and over again by all different levels. It's just no one will no one will ever learn except I guess the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but I you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see him back. I I think he's gonna I think he's gonna wanna I think he wants seven. I do. I think he wants to either tie or break the record. What's the record seven? Or I think six. I think 
No, I can't remember. I think the record's I think seven. Yeah, I think it's seven, too. It's Breeze, right. Breeze and Manning, right? I'm sure he would love to get to seven. I'm sure he would. I'm sure, like you said, they will open it up, and if it's going to be that kind of game, it, it, it certainly could. And, again, the Patriots are not great up front uh, against – against good offensive lines, so that's going to be a, a tough matchup. And the Pats fans better not expect any mercy, man. You better not expect it, because when you guys were at, when you guys were killing people... No one should expect mercy. When you guys were killing <laughs> yeah. people, no one fucking, you know, you guys didn't give any, and you shouldn't have, and Tom Brady shouldn't either. I mean, if he put 70 on you... Even without that, like, he should, for what the the Patriots organization thought of him by the end of this no thing. Question. He should put a hundred on yeah, them. If he, if he put seventy on you, I don't want anyone fucking whining about it. <laughs> right. I mean, well, if Tampa's going to score over forty, you might as well score eighty, man. <laughs> you might as well just put it on them. At that point, what's the difference? Right. That's what I mean. Like, if you have Mike Evans in fantasy, have fun. Yeah, any of those guys. Yeah. Godwin Evans, Antonio Brown, any any fucking Gronk. I got to go against Gronk in the AB. I, I'm playing against Gronk in, yeah. the, in the league. I expect Gronk, Gronk to have 30 points because Brady's going to throw four <laughs> touchdowns to him. I've Godwin in one league. I'm very happy about that. And how much do you think Brady wants to feed Gronk two, three touchdowns? Yeah, I think game, if you're right? if 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 Gronk is if they're in the red zone and you're a Gronk owner, have fun. Yeah, you're going to get some balls on your way at the very least. So have fun. Yeah, it's going to be the Jacoby Myers show though. He'll have like 15 targets <laughs> for 64 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh so soon enough Hav soon enough just around the corner yeah for fun almost there <laughs> what else is going on this week that's not tragically horrible oh god um it's not tragically horrible oh, <laughs> I was gonna say that's about it right yeah Pat Pat's week and the Red Sox collapsing yeah yeah that's about it nothing cool is going on elsewhere I don't mm-hmm. think I didn't see anything that really. Dude, your fucking your fucking football team sucks, Miami. Yeah, I know. What the fuck I are they gonna that. do? <laughs> I don't know. I like your idea. Go get Herb. Why not? Yeah, Herb would fix it. I think he would too. It's probably your best bet. Chris Ball is probably not leaving Oregon, right? No, and honestly, we're beyond guys like Chris Ball like saving this thing. We need like fucking Nick Saban, <laughs> like we do. Yeah, we need herb. Like we need guys at that level. Like the, the, we are so far in the fucking dumpster that, and I know, and Matt Brown pointed this out to me last time we talked. He's like, "Yeah, we guys still go to bowls." I'm like, okay, but that's not like we are in the still fucking, go to bowls. We're in the dumpster. That's like, like the everybody fucking. Goes to you bowls. know what that is, Javier? It's the Patriots winning the wild card, man. Right? Yeah, everyone goes to bowls. No one, no one wants <laughs> right. to go to bowls at Miami. You can so. go to bowls at five and seven. Right? Exactly. That doesn't matter. So. Um, we need like Herb, like we need Nick Saban. We need, we need someone like that. Like we, you know, we need fucking, you know, like Jim, even, Jimmy Johnson, even Jimbo. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we need a guy that can get you there and we don't need, you know, like, all right. And we don't need bad. We've had plenty of bad and we don't need all right. It's either. Like four like, missed hires in a row. Yeah. And they've all been so uninspiring too. Yeah. I mean, the only one I kind of like was Rick because at least he had taken George, but he was fucking checked out by the time we got to Miami. Like, why did he take the job, man? Like, Dude, he was so out of it. Like, yeah. Why did you take this job? Did he think like, he was gonna like go down to Miami and be like laid back and fun? He's like, yeah, I'll just and, get know. all the Miami All Stars and right. fucking, you know. But they're not coming to Miami, so <laughs> right, dude. There's... Like, you need to go get. It. Like, what the right. fuck, Saban and fucking 
Or you got to get butt lucky. Dabo are coming in and yeah. taking them all. Or you get the butt luck. You get butt lucky, and you and you do get Dabo, who mm-hmm. no one knew anything about when he went to Clemson. He's just a guy. I think he just inherited the job right from the guy that got fired. He was on that staff, wasn't he? I think so, right? Yeah, because I think, I think, it wasn't the interim for a minute. Then they. I think he was. Yeah. So I mean, unless you get butt, and well, that's butt lucky. I mean, that's just fucking lucky. Who the right? fuck do you know? I can't remember who the guy was. I can't either. Um, was Terry Bowden. That was way before, right? You know, I was going to say him, but I think, I that's think when I was in college. But I think that was way back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. That's a great question. Oh, did he go back there? I can't remember now. Um But like so I think we need like I mean Herbs the only guy that we you know will take any program and put him at the top. Agree. Yeah. So Yeah. As much as I fucking hate him, like go get Herb, man. <laughs> Who gives a He's shit? The only yeah. guy that can fix it. I don't, I don't think there's anybody else. Unless- no, he was interim head coach in OC, and he got the job, Dabo. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I mean, unless you get lucky with someone like that, I it, mean, fuck, it was Terry. It was, it was. Uh, I didn't, not Terry Bowden, but Tommy Bowden. It was, so, so yeah, and hadn't he gone back? Did, oh, he didn't, he, didn't he go back and forth? Who or was that? Or was that Terry Bowden at Auburn? Terry Bowden at Auburn. He had two stints at Auburn, right? Oh, I don't know if it was two. I can't remember. I remember one of those. Didn't one of those guys have two stints somewhere? I don't know. Like, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I thought one of those guys had like. Because Terry's now coaching Louisiana Monroe with Rich Rod as his OC. That's awesome. Yeah. Fucking, it's like, kind of great. Like outcast all-star team. Right. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun to go play for if you're like a, if you're a being recruited by those schools. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So the herbs, herb, I think is the only fucking guy that, that would honestly, that you would be like, okay, we're all, we're all set. Anyone else? He's I mean, a tremendous asshole and scumbag too, but you're right. Like he's a program builder, man. Yeah. He's an absolute program builder. Yeah. Cause uh, like, there's no words for him to get like Matt rule who, you know, obviously sure. probably could have done a good job down there. Well, maybe, but he's probably leaving. Hey, he, he had NFL. In the no, mind, I though. know. Yeah, yeah. But look, Baylor's still pretty good. You know, they I are, mean, they're up to a nice start. So, yeah. you know, at least Aranda's he would have left something, mm-hmm. you know, behind at least, but no, I mean, yeah, I think if it's, if it's, there's no one else. Who else could it possibly be? Well, there's like no Miami player who's coaching either. Who could? No. Could those have missed? Because Manny Diaz is that right? Yeah, we and, need to not hire a Miami guy. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Humane hockey thing. Like they mm-hmm. needed to go get someone. That had nothing to do with Sean Walsh. You know, they need to start new. Like start a new chapter in your history. Uh, and that's what Miami needs to do. Like go get someone that's not a fucking you know herb. Like uh, you know an appendage of the glory years in some way. Or the non-glory years, honestly. Like, don't hire anybody that's associated with the program in the last 10 years. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? You know, like, if you've been so good, they're like, oh, we got to keep Manny Diaz. Why? Fucking defense wasn't even that good. I mean, you know, we were opportunistic. And we had the turnover chain. And, Ugh, yeah. But it's not like we stoned people. It's no, not like, but he literally. It's not like we just fucking shut teams down. Like, he literally got the job because of the turnover chain. I agree. Like, yeah. we, like Miami's defense was never like, oh, fuck, you're not going to score on them. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. It was, like, all right. And we'd get a bunch of turnovers because we got lucky, you know. You know, fucking get five turnovers against fucking, you know, Georgia Tech. Wake. Great. <laughs> Still lose. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody else. I mean, if you get, like, Jimbo out of fucking A&M or, like, mm-hmm. Dan Mullen or something, like, somehow, you know, but that's not going to happen, so. No, that's what I mean. It, those guys are already at that level. Yeah. Um, And Florida's a way better job at this point. I don't know. Maybe you get the Coastal Carolina guy. I don't know if he's any good, but. I actually just listened to a podcast about him and how 
and no knock against him, but he has literally like no power five connections. Like his whole staff is all group of five. So that's why a lot of teams have passed on him because they don't, they just have no idea if he has like any connection to being able to compete at that high level to recruit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's yeah, a great question. The North Dakota state guy. What about fucking go? Jeff Hathley from fucking BC? Hell. He's done so, a nice job. I know. I'm always so leery of that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Winning with the backup now. It was a great win last week. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him, but. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to fucking build a decent program there. I mean, yeah, that's what it, I mean. It really like, is. I don't know. But, but like, like, but to your being point. Being decent at BC is a lot different than being a national juggernaut. But to your point, that's like the Al Golden hire. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like we're not trying to be decent in the ACC. Right. We're trying to be a fucking national power, right? So mm-hmm. I think those guys, let them go be. I mean, I'd have more faith in North Dakota State coach. You sure. know, I'd go get that dude. You he, need like the Matt he Campbell. He built the juggernaut. You need you know? like the Matt Campbell, the kid from the Mac who's like ready to, like the hot shit who's like, let's fucking go. Yeah, but that again is, I think, also luck, right? Of course it is. That's what but, I'm saying. Like, you go get the yeah. guy that's built the fucking super juggernaut in North Dakota. Like, at least he knows how to do it. Though, I, is it the same guy? I, I don't know. I think he's in, it, yeah, he's coaching know. somewhere else now. Yeah. I think he's at Utah State or Montana or something. Dude, I don't Montana, know. Why would you take that job? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Like if I'm North Dakota State guy, fucking, I'm not leaving for unless Miami. Oh wait, is it, or is that the Coastal Carolina guy? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> but yeah, Herb, that's it. Just, just go get Joe Harrison and Yakov, and we'll be all set. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'd support that hire. Yeah, I was, I was. It's funny that Herb never gets talked about for Miami's job. Yeah, it's always just USC, USC, USC. It'd be awesome too. Get the Florida thing and everything. Fucking people, Florida, would be so pissed. It'd be awesome. It would be great, and not only that, the FSU would fire Mike Norvell in two seconds because they would be like, "We have, we have to get someone new." Oh yeah, like, who the hell would they outpay, overpay for? Yeah, yeah. they're a disaster. Now you're in fucking trouble because they're a fucking nightmare. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah, they're yeah. worse than us. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're terrible. And there's people talking about like they should go, they, they should go get Dion as their head coach. Dion's. Dion's like what, like two and two at Jackson State. He's coached like five games in his career. He's like Maradona. He did. They beat Florida State though, didn't they? No, that was Jacksonville. Oh, that was Jacksonville State. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, if that was Dion beating Florida State, that'd be amazing in that stadium. (laughs) That's right. That would have been a bigger story. That would have been a huge story. All righty. What else is going on? I don't know, do we have any questions or anything? We do actually have a question. You want to get to uh Yeah. A questione. Um let me pull it up on my phone since my computer uh has died. Uh this is from at Brian C. Olson. Hey fellas, question for the pod from my Queen Lindsay. Lady question. Uh oh. When you are away from the soundboard and conversing with folks, do you ever miss any of your sound clips like the Bearhawks? The Grayson Scream, Shaft's Saturday Night Surprise, Gutless Turd, Whitney, Rico, Suave, etc. So, like in our everyday life, I think about yes, I think about the, I think about the so LeBron. Same like in our everyday yeah. life, do we have moments we wish we had the sound effect for? I do the roar screech. That I say roar screech a lot when uh, when I'm talking, to, and I say bearhawks all the time. And, I say person. Bearhawks yeah, all the that's time. That's what like my friends have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'll call them the Bearhawks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, fuck yeah. Every time I see LeBron, I think of the scream. I can't. It's completely associated right now. I can't. I can't like not see LeBron and not hear the scream. 
Same with Shaft. Every time I look at Shaft, I hear the uh, I hear our, <laughs> I our sound effect for Shaft. I do too, man. I can't watch. I'm like I, I always laugh when I see Bob Kraft now. Like, there's, <laughs> like could you? It's such a weird, it's such a weird legacy to have. <laughs> with like a relatively small group of Mainers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> there's like a, there's like several thousand people in the world that that's what they see when they look at Shaft. Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I and I also like I think like I, his name is Bob Shaft. <laughs> like when people call him Kraft on TV, I'm like that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. It's not your name. It's not his name. What are you doing? <laughs> Oh man, Mr. Shaft. <laughs> I always think like, could you imagine if like one of his relatives or God forbid he or someone was just randomly driving through Maine and awesome and, like, flip through? Oh, dude, I hope heard to, us talking about him. They play that sound effect. I hope to God he's heard it. <laughs> I do. Like I've wondered that. Has like Shaft ever been driving through? Through Maine and yeah. like randomly been on our station. Right, just that. like flipping yeah. through, like, oh, here's a sports station. Oh, they're talking about the Pats. Oh, I wonder if they like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I was thinking about that one, man, because that, that's because you never know. I was thinking about like Red Sox on vacation, too. Yeah, right, like they're driving through a state. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure, like, Boston athletes have driven through the state and heard the shaft thing. Sure of it. Head I don't even mean that, but, like, just, like, hey, driving through and us, like, shitting all over. That's true. <laughs> like, shitting all over the Red Sox. Again, like, there used to be a time where the Boston Sports Radio did that. That's true. But I think I think the Sports Although apparently one does. of them does because the other one's complaining about it, right? So. That is hilarious. The fucking... Like what Loomer Loney wrong with you? complaining about the other station being mean to the Red Sox is it's one like of the pathetic. funniest things ever. Also, like, you guys should go back to the beginning of the year and, and like, r- r- you know, play your fucking pregame shows when you're talking about, like, Sports Illustrated Power Rankings, how great the Red Sox are, and Mookie Who, and all that shit. Like, are you fucking serious? He has the biggest ass lickers there are. And I like Lou. I think he's good, honestly. I think I, I like do him too. a lot. I yeah, think I like he's great. But that's a ridiculous fucking take. I yeah. mean, that's ridiculous, man. And then you guys shoveling bullshit all year about how great well, this team like is. That, and well, I was going to say. Will Fleming breathlessly masturbating during the entire sure. game. Like, come on. But, like, off. Lou's doing this whole, like, get on board, pomp, waving the pom-poms thing. They've, they're one in five since. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not only that, they've fucking been brutal in the second half. They've been awful since the All-Star break. Seattle's 9-1 in their last 10. Sox are 4-6. That's how you end up fucking missing the Yeah, dude. That's it's totally true. It's totally true. Seattle has the Angels. I think they closed the Angels. Yeah. yeah I think that's right. But actually, I can look real quick. Oh, shit. I forgot to bring my champagne. I wanted to celebrate the fact that the Philadelphia uh, oh, Phillies have now out, officially right? missed the playoffs three straight years with the MVP of the season. They're out. Yes, I'm very excited about that. So you're you're on a roll. You're I nine, am on a roll. Ten more. To ten go. more years to go, Hob. We can do go. this. I, I think you're 51 years old. I'll be like, hell yes. I 100 percent rooting for you. Yeah, they closed <laughs> the Angels. 100. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate I'm that. 100 percent your corner on this. Thing. Three for three. It'll be the greatest call of all time. I'll say this. I don't know if it'll be 13 years, but I bet you he's traded or. Yeah, I bet he's traded before they make the playoffs. Well, wasn't your bet while he's on the team? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was while he's on the team. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it doesn't technically have to be 13 years. So, I mean, if they trade him 
like relatively soon, then it's a it's a good call. But if he goes if he plays there for thirteen years and they don't make it, that's it's the greatest call, it's the greatest of, all call time. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, man. I'll take it. There's no question. I mean, nothing else would come close. I mean, you have to be right thirteen straight years. I will take it. I'm just excited that I you know I think the best part about baseball this year is just really how good the the Red Sox players have played since the Mookie trade. I mean, those kids have just been great. Like Verdugo <laughs> has been played, amazing. How they played since the trade deadline, the fucking Sox didn't do anything except for Schwarber. Jeter Downs has just been epic so far. Yeah. And I can't remember the catcher's name. So, what a deal. <laughs> what a fucking deal. Yeah, it's been tremendous so far. <laughs> as, as, as you love to rip on the Brady situation, mm. and for – a hundred percent good reason. Sure, that's like my that's like my Mookie. I agree. Fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Verdugo sucks too. I mean, it's amazing. It's it's just amazing. Like they literally they they built a package on a guy that a team gave up on because they had already seen that there's just no way he was going to basically be a really good everyday player. Right. I mean, they don't play him against lefties. And they nope. hit him eighth half the fucking time, and he had twelve home or thirteen home runs this year. And Socks, I keep telling you how great he is. Fucking Boston media keeps telling you how great he is. It's unbelievable. Mookie's played 50 fewer games, I think, or something yeah, like that. He just like hit 40. his 23rd last night. Yeah, yeah. I know. He's just 20,000 times mm-hmm. the player Verdugo is. Yeah. It's incredible. It's amazing. And these idiots still, like, think, like, well, I keep telling you that, like, Verdugo with two hitting 288 with fucking 12, 13 home runs and 60 RBIs is. Right. Somehow... Well, and it's the same fucking argument for both guys, by the way. It's the same, like, well, Brady was never going to sign here. And it was like, well, fucking Mookie was never going to sign here. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you, did you ask them? Well, plus, I mean, if you'd given Mookie what he wanted, he would have signed. Yep. He was looking for a house here. And then Brady. Give Brady what he wanted. He Brady told signed. him he wanted to play till he's 45. And they said, fuck you. Right. So he's like, all right. And I'm he wanted out. to, he, God forbid, how year he wanted a little bit of say in the offense well that too but i mean honestly if they'd signed him till he's 45 he would have fucking stayed but they didn't want to do it they want to keep giving him fucking short-term deals they probably could have offered him a deal till he's 43 and he would have signed yeah but i know the stated i know when he went to them like in, yeah. initially after all that detroit shit was fucking or the you know the, the 49ers all yes. that shit was that he wanted to sign through through till he was 45 and they mm-hmm. said no they're like no you suck <laughs> You're done. You're not good. You're done, kid. And no, I th- yeah, no, that was the initial one, right? And then at the end of that, that's when he wanted the next deal to be out to forty-five, and they wanted to give him like a one-year deal, like yep. twenty million bucks or something. And he's like, "Fuck you!" Right? What a deal. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for all the faith. <laughs> it's not like I've, uh, you know, and they're like, we have Jared Stidham in our back pocket, so fuck you. Tom. That is an incredible call, too. You know, so, so there you go. Do you think the Pats will ever win a Super Bowl again? In my lifetime? Yeah. Ever. I don't care. A thousand years. Oh, yeah. I do. You do. But uh, my lifetime? It's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Hob, I just, I'm not going to, I mean, think about it. You can't sugarcoat it. There are, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, they've been to four Super Bowls, haven't won one. Yeah. Chargers have been to one Super Bowl, they haven't won one. Jets have been to one, one, one. Jets have been to one Super Bowl, and that was in the 60s, right? 69. 1969, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's nothing is given to you. And I think I think people just take that for granted a little bit yeah. because of so much winning in Boston, right? In the new in New England. Boston's had so much winning that Boston's arrogance has finally caught up to Absolutely. It, to You're right. So could the Pats sneak one in at some point in my lifetime? Sure. Do I ever think they're gonna be like 
you know, the team <laughs> for like. So you don't believe that they're cursed in any way by this? No, I don't think they're cursed. I don't. I just because things change so much, rosters change so much, and yeah, and but some teams suck every year, no matter what. That's true. That is a good point. That I mean, it's a fair point, but uh, but they've basically, I mean, they've built their own. They they've chosen their own future, so right. that's on them. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Super Bowl's future. It could be. I think it'll ever win again. I really don't. Maybe not. Might have to take a change of uh, change of ownership to do it. Yeah, I just think the odds, like you said, just the odds in general are against you. When the odds, the odds are so ridiculously against you, it's not even funny. And you're gonna have to go through this like post Brady period, which is gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be brutal. Mm-hmm. As this, as the franchise slides away from it, what it used to be, like all these franchises do over time, right? Yeah, I mean, look at where San Francisco went right. forever, exactly. right? And they, you know, Dallas. Yeah. Look at Dallas. How bad Dallas was. Twenty six years. Mean, Dallas is horrible. Dallas doesn't want a Super Bowl in twenty six years. They haven't been to a Super Bowl in twenty six years. Yeah. When's the last time they were in the NFC Championship game? It's probably. Did they make it with Romo once? I don't think so. That was the Green Bay game. Wasn't a championship game, was it? I don't think so. The Dez non-catch catch. So the last was the last NFC Championship game they were in the Super Bowl year. Might have been. Yeah. So there you go. And they've right. Had, they've had good teams and good quarterbacks. And that's, and that's arguably the second, third best franchise in the league. You know. Yeah, and they've the had history. good players right, too. Yeah. Like they had Romo for a long yeah. time, and they got Dak now. Quincy Carter, sick. And then Bill Parcells. I mean, they did. Yes. So I mean, they've had a lot of reasons to think they might get one, and they haven't. <laughs> Green Bay Packers have had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. They've had three trips to the Super Bowl in 25 years. And one, two of them. And yeah. one, two of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the reality of the NFL, yeah. right? Right. Fucking Colts had Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning back to back. What'd that get them? One fucking Super Bowl. Right. One. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Luck got him to one AFC championship before he fell apart. Yeah. So. Just, you're right. I mean, you, you don't. The odds are so stacked up. So again, and those are and those are franchises that have had some good luck. Of course, yeah. Like, so think about the Jets yeah. and Detroit and could you, yeah, could Cincinnati you, and, could you rip one off? Sure. Do I think that? Do I have any belief that this team is ready to go on another run? I think that's laughable. Your built-in advantage is gone because Brady's gone. So mm-hmm. like you're totally ridiculous built-in advantage. Well, it's an advantage Brady that, played for less money too. It's an advantage that no one ever had. Right, it's and a no man one you don't ever, ever have again. Yeah. What other quarterbacks can be taking like far less, you know, under market value to go win Super Bowls? Nobody. None of these fucking guys right. are going to do that. None. So, you know, so like that. Well, whatever, they don't have to. I'm not saying they yeah. should. I'm just saying yeah. they're not going to. No. Uh, so that that totally like the biggest advantage in the history of sports is Tom Brady playing for for like average money at his position. That's gone. Yeah. And they'll never be here again. So I mean, I, I think people underestimate how much of an advantage that was. You had the best player that's ever played the game. Playing at like pennies on the dollar, that is, I mean, I can't think of a bigger advantage in sports than that. I really the, can't. By the way, the most important position in sports. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, that is when you think about right. what the quarterback means to a team, and he's the greatest that's ever played the game, and he's playing for like, he's he was like routinely like fifteenth in fucking cap hit every year. I mean, I how do you? As a league, it's almost impossible to overcome that, and we saw that. They went to 10 fucking or nine Super Bowls, won six of them. Ravens won their Super Bowl before Joe Flacco got paid. Yeah. Seahawks won their Super Bowl before Russ got paid. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what happened. The, uh, the Chiefs won their Super Bowl before Patrick Mahomes got paid. Aaron Rodgers, too. He Aaron won Rodgers early. Too. He won yep. early, too. I mean, yep. you know. And so Brady kept his price reasonable, and it gave them – you know, a tremendous advantage. I mean, it's oh, tons of roster flexibility. Sure, I mean that that's huge to be able to 
put money back into your offensive line per se, right, or exactly. you know the defense wherever on defense, whatever the case might be. So yeah, he is. I mean, Javier, every by every metric angle possible, he's. It's like beyond football. We're talking about one of the, if not the greatest, like he's athlete. the greatest winner of all time. Right. That's true. He's probably yeah. There you. Go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, him and I mean him and greatest, Jordan, greatest champion of all time. He basically. and Jordan, but yeah. I mean Jordan never lost. They probably would have won nine, but <laughs> yeah, it's true too. <laughs> but Brady's. I mean, you know, in a league where it's impossible to win, that's what I mean. Like in yeah. just in that position, and I know. Listen, I understand it's not like playing that position in the seventies. I get it, but I think he's made up for it for by playing for however long he has, and he's by the way going to play to fifty if he wants. Put it this way, right? Brady's like Woods, Tiger. Mm-hmm. And we always wonder what Tiger would do against this field in his prime, right? Because it's so much better than the field he played against. Yeah. We don't have to wonder about that with Brady because Brady's kicking the shit out of this NFL. Right. Brady's kicking the shit out of Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's like Tiger fucking telling John Rahm and DJ and those guys to go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, that's that's what's going on here. And it's almost even more remarkable because Brady's a 44-year-old football player and Tiger's a 40-fucking-four-year-old golfer. It's not, like, the same thing, right? So the fact that Brady is in so much better shape physically than Tiger's. <laughs> Way fewer injuries. Incredible, right? <laughs> and Tiger's beating the shit out of John Rahm and DJ and all the best golfers in the world. Like that's, And himself. Tom Brady is still the number one guy. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing that's remarkable. Like, Tiger might be the greatest golfer of all time, but he's not really in the mix anymore. He's not competitive with these dudes anymore, really. Doesn't even play anymore. Can't play, right? right. I mean, it hurt, you know, obviously, and flipped his car 9,000 miles an hour. But he was still – like he, he won the Masters, but he wasn't like – he's not like one of the favorites to win. Tom Brady is still the guy to beat in the NFL. He's 44. Like, that's what that's what Brady's doing. You want to think about it like, relative to, like, Tiger Woods. You know, because we'd all love to see what Tiger in his prime would look like against this field. We're seeing Tom Brady go up against this field, and he's, the, and he's still the best. Yep. You know, I mean, he's beating Mahomes, what, three out of four? He has and three out of three in games that matter. Yeah, yeah, he's he's wiped the floor with Mahomes' team. Yeah, and in the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship games, two and zero in those games. Yep, pretty good. So that's the pretty good. You know, to, to try to put it another way of how fucking incredible Brady is. Like, think of it in those terms. Like, he's Tiger still fucking dominating the field. That's like if Tiger was still out there dominating. That's what Brady's doing. It's incredible. It's un- simply it's, incredible. It's, it's gross. It's it'd be like if Pete Sampras was still the best tennis player in the world or something. Yeah, that's actually. <laughs> well, to that point, I don't know how old they are now, but like Roger Federer is probably close to forty. Yeah, they're breaking down. Yeah, and, and they've had incredible longevity for tennis too. I unbelievable. Mean, now, I'll say this though, not to take anything away from the big three in the tennis world, but it's been the big three in the tennis world for 20 years because there hasn't been, I mean, there hasn't been a a decent American competitor since Roddick. Right. And he won what, like one U S open. One U S open. Right. (laughs) Then these guys all rolled in. Right. And now they're, they're running out. So, but you're right. I mean, that, that's what it is. Except if these guys were all quarterbacks of an NFL team for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's nuts. But he's still the best player in his position and the most important position in his sport. He's 44. And he's in better shape than he, now than he was 20 years ago. Yeah. Just so, fucking crazy. It is crazy. Deal with the fucking devil, like you said. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's insane. It is. I mean, it's what it is. It's fucking crazy. It's amazing. 
it's fucking amazing how many people don't see it. <laughs> I know it is. It's, it's like it's the most incredible thing. It is so like I've weird. always said. I think it's it's so overwhelmingly huge that it's like too big to see. Maybe like, that's what maybe it is. Brady had yeah. won four Super Bowls and just won his fifth or something in Tampa. People be like, "Wow!" But it's seven. He's been to ten. It's like. It's so huge, it's like you can't even fucking see it. I feel it. like, though, like, like, who's the guy who's like, oh, you know what? If Brady wins one more, he'll be the greatest. <laughs> like, why at this point? If he doubles up Joe Montana. <laughs> okay. Doubles up Joe Montana. He's been to fucking 10 games. Again, like, like I said, this would be like Tiger in his prime and doubling up fucking uh, Jack, Jack Nicholas. That's what this is like. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if Tiger won 40 majors. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it is, Danks. If Tiger, I agree with you, dude. If yeah. Tiger was still dominating and won 40 majors, he'd be Tom Brady. <laughs> What's Tom, what are Tom Brady's career Super Bowl stats? Seven and three. No, yeah, I know that. But like, I bet you they're ridiculous. I bet you it's like oh. a season, right? Of, oh, yeah. It's like when um, I bet you it's has, like when Derek Jeter, like Derek Jeter's playoff numbers were like a season of like great baseball. He probably has 3,000 yards passing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I bet you he does. I bet you Brady has 3,000 yards passing. In the, so in 10 Super Bowls, he probably has, I would say, let's say 3,000 yards, probably like 25 touchdowns and like six picks. All right, where the hell is the Super Bowl? Blah, blah, blah. Playoffs. Playoffs? Oh, this isn't broken up. This is just playoff stats. All right, let me see. Well, here are the playoff stats. How many games? 45 games? It's like a career. 45 games, 12,000 yards. Yeah. 83 touchdowns. Yeah. 38 picks. Passer rating of 91. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you his Super Bowl stats are 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, 6 picks. Something in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's like a really good year in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> That's an MVP season in 1988. There's Brady's fifth MVP right there. All right, here we go. Super Bowl stats. Who won the MVP in 1988? I'm going to check out those 1980? I'm going to go check out 1988 okay. MVP. Okay, yeah, Huff. Here you go. You ready? 3,000 yards passing. How, well, how many touchdowns would you guess? I said 3,000 yards passing, yep. 25 touchdowns, six picks. 21 touchdowns, six picks. Really? Yeah. Look at that. I fucking almost nailed yeah, it. Yeah, 98 passer rating. Well, yeah, like you said, that's like if a – man, I'd be pretty excited if my quarterback had that. I'd probably want a few more touchdowns, but for 10 games, that's great. All right, so Boomer Siason apparently won the MVP in 1988. Is that right? Really? Hold on, let's see. Uh, 1988. Yeah, it was Boomer. Yeah, Boomer size. All right, so what were Boomer's numbers in 1988? Let's see if they're as good as Brady's Super Bowl numbers. 1988, Boomer. Here you go, Nags. I told you. Tom Brady wins the MVP in 1988 with that stat line. This is Boomer's <laughs> MVP season. What do we got? 35-72. Yep. 28 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 14 picks. Okay, so if you were to give Tom Brady six more games, he would have way more yards. Oh, he'd be up. up he'd have yeah, way more touchdowns no, and fewer saying, picks. I'm just saying his Super Bowl stats alone. Yeah. 
would would be like an MVP season. Absolutely, in the 80s. yeah, because yeah, that's would. right there with Boomer. Way less picks too. Eight less picks. There'd be fewer picks. So you know, twenty one touchdowns against twenty eight, but Brady only played ten games versus sixteen. Right. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Thomas that's, Brady, folks. Oh, by the way, completion percentage for Boomer that year fifty seven point five. What was his passer rating? Like 80-something? 97-4. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's better than I would expect it. Nine yards per uh, per wait, average yards per attempt. Sorry. Average yards per attempt were uh, 9.2. Yards per completion that year, 16 for Boomer. Hmm. That's a big number. 12-4 and four that year. Not bad. The 88. Cincinnati Bengals. That's the team that lost to the 49ers, right? I thought it was 87. No, 87 was the Redskins, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't 87 because uh, Boomer's 3-9 and nine as a starter that year. In oh, okay. Games. So, yeah, it must have been that year. Yeah, they were 12-4 that year. It's pretty much the only year. Could've the John been. Candy year. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so Tom Brady's fifth Hall of Fame career is or, or his fifth MVP. Well, I, guess, I guess it wouldn't be Hall of Fame, but he would win an MVP with his just his Super Bowl stats in the 80s. That's fascinating. <laughs> I want him. To, so if he goes to six more Super Bowls, he'll have like a MV, like a nowadays MVP season. That's true. So if he gets four, let, let's say he gets like two more down there. Mm-hmm. Like is Belichick just an afterthought? Like seriously, what is Belichick's legacy if Brady goes down there? Wins Belichick three? should retire if Brady wins this year. <laughs> Sure. Just be like, you know, I'm done. What is his legacy though? Like, let's say Brady goes down and wins three, and you guys like are horseshit. Like, it's horrible. Look, I mean, again, Javier, the only way, I, the only way that this was going to look bad for anyone, it would have been Belichick. Like Brady's, Brady was locked in. Now, I don't mean the whole greatest of all time thing, but I just mean from the legacy of what Tom oh, yeah. Brady meant to this. He could have like, gone to Tampa and suck. No one absolutely. Cared. It's like nope. no one cared that Montana went to the Chiefs. Right. It's like and, Jordan going to the Wizards. Yeah, no one cared. Montana took him to the AFC Championship. He one did. Year, right? I'm yeah. just saying. Like, yeah, but it didn't no one diminish that. him right. at all. No. Or anything. I mean, no. The coach was the only one who had something on the line for this, and this happens all the time, right? We we see this in college. Like, sure. look at look at LSU right now. Right, I'm mean, fucking Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and the boys won that guy a championship. No question, right? Yeah. He's a total fucking bum. So, yeah, yeah I again, I think that I that's got to be in Belichick's mind that he's got to friggin' get his get the shit together here. But yeah, Hav, I mean, fucking arrogance got in the way. Biggest miscalculation of all time. Yeah, and arrogance. It's just, yeah. just brutal arrogance. Yeah. Like I said, the whole Boston arrogance. Because nothing, thing. Javier. You know, you know what? Bill Belichick gets no shit from anyone if he allows Tom Brady to play out his career in New England. Of course, right? There's no, there's no shit to be given. Mm-hmm. And, and top of which, Brady's still really good, so it would have been the right call. Exactly. Anyway, right? Right. But you're right. Like, let's say Brady comes back for the last three years. He's not that good. The Pats are, you know, not that good. But they'd be okay, right? With Brady's brain and Belichick's ability to coach, it'd still yeah. be all right. Right. Even if Brady fell off, mm-hmm. uh, no one, no one, no one would say anything about that. They'd be like, "All right, you know, finally ended." That's, <laughs> that's right. all it would. Exactly. That's all anyone would say. Yeah. But instead, I'm telling you, man, if Bruce Arians wins three fucking rings with Tom Brady, Bruce Arians is a Hall of Famer. He has to be. He's a Hall. Fa- he's a Hall of Famer now. You think so? Yeah, I do. Uh, with the one, he probably is. With the one, the fact right, he, so he has he a wins- co- one coach of the year. Right, so he's taken he- three teams to. Well, he's been okay. a part of three playoff teams. So if he wins three, is he like like is he going to be in the fucking next group of guys, not the Hall of Fame group, but like that next group up with like the fucking Bill Walsh's and the fucking 
Chuck Knowles and shit? I mean, I don't know. Jimmy Johnson? Like, are you putting him up with Jimmy Johnson if he wins three? Three rings? Yeah. I think you are, aren't you? Jimmy won two, right? Yeah. Won two with that count. So, are you putting him Like, that's what Tom Brady would do for Arians. You would put him up above Andy Reid. Of course. He's above Andy Reid already in my book. But he probably isn't for a lot of people. But he will be one to win the Super Bowl this year. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if Brady wins three, like, what does that say about Belichick? Honestly. It's a big knock, Especially if the Pats don't do shit in Belichick's career record with Brady. Without Brady, he's well under 500. Like, at what point do you say Belichick fucking lucked out? Uh, yeah, there might be a lot of that. <laughs> I think there will get a lot of that. You know, I yeah. mean, motherfucker went to nine Super Bowls and he could undo all of it by just handing Brady off the fucking Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. How stupid is that? Belichick could have been the unquestioned like god of coaching for all time, right? Instead, not only that, but that team is fucking loaded, so there's no reason they shouldn't have a chance to win the Super Bowl for the next no two question. Or three years. Yeah, it's as long as Brady stays upright. Yep. I mean, there's no reason why they're not going to be in the mix, right? right? So. Yep. You know, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. Like, what a terrible fucking decision. And I, and I will say, I fucking killed the Pats for making the decision when they made it, too. So this isn't revisionist history here. I just, but what a fucking terrible decision. Yeah. What an incredibly terrible decision. Yeah, and again, they just decided. It's like if the Bull, well, Bulls kind of did that, too. It's like if, uh, yeah, it's just, again, it's like, take the greatest player you think of, and they just got booted out of town. Not even booted, but just it wasn't one anymore. Like, uh we we value we value you here. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. I yeah. mean, basically the Jordan same thing. Jordan retired the second yep. time cuz they wanted to kick his ass out of town. Right. I mean, they just don't value. Yeah. There's no value. It's just right. moving on. There's no there's no loyalty, no value. Right. Like Bill Belichick has zero loyalty. Obviously. Like if you think about fuck, and he has it for a year. He has it for 20 years for right. a, on for anyone, right? Yeah. So I guess you he you can say he's consistent. He brings I guess, back. But... He brings back assistant coaches when they fail elsewhere. Right. He loves fucking Matt Patricia. Like they love McDaniel's. Right. Brought him back. Yeah. I mean... Absolutely zero loyalty to the most important person to the franchise, outside of the shaft. No question. Yeah. No. It's amazing. No. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. No. Because he wanted to be the most important person, not named. Shaft. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. all hubris, man. Mm-hmm. It's all like not being able to take that you were going to be known as an offensive fucking dynasty with so, Tom Brady. I mean. I always preface all this stuff by, or not even preface, but I mean, I think you have to always take this with a grain of salt. Nothing changes up here, but nationally, I do, I do agree, Javier. I think the, I think it's already started. I think the luster has already come off Bill Belichick, and this here's a Sunday night game in front of thirty-five to fifty million people who are probably going to watch Tom Brady dismantle the New England Patriots. That's true. So. Yeah. It's just what we said last night. Like, there's a shitload of people who are going to watch Urban Meyer, and if this goes badly, like, okay. how qu- how quickly does it yeah. fall apart? And they played well. They played well. Lawrence, they- Lawrence looked good, too. James Robinson looked good, too, baby. Yeah, finally. Give him the goddamn ball. Give him the ball, assholes. Tavon like, Austin on the like field. Like, you run the ball a lot, and all of a sudden, like, you almost win a game. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yep. Imagine that. Yeah. So, a lot of eyeballs, man. A lot of eyeballs. In the- yeah, and again, the- yeah, the-, the culminating moment of all this is going to be viewed by the entire world. and Right. Brady's going to crucify you, man. I mean, there's a really good chance of that. So, <laughs> yeah, I just sometimes people make mis- make decisions that are just so mystifying. And then it does come back to like the amount of arrogance you'd have to have to make that decision. I mean, sure. They really thought they could win with Stidham. Like, this other thing, like all the slurps always fucking ignore. And, 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 you know, still all the national media guys still think the Pats are going to somehow pull it together and be just fine for no reason. I mean, there's no reason to believe that other than they believe blindly in Bill Belichick, right? So, uh, it's going to take some time for that sheen to wear off, but it has already to some degree. And 
You get fucking pasted by Brady on Sunday night and you go on to have a fucking 5 and 11 season, which you well might, you know, good luck. Or 6 and 11 <laughs> or whatever it is now. Good luck to you. And I'm telling you, I know you don't believe this. I know a lot of people listening to the show probably think I'm being an asshole, but I don't know how fucking Shaft lives with Belichick if they go 5 and or 6 and 11 this year and fucking Brady's down there winning more Super Bowls. I just. I don't know. Oh, I think there's a really good chance. Yeah, that, I don't know. I, I think I there's a really that, good chance yeah. there could be a uh, mutual parting. Mutual yeah. parting. Yeah. If there's an if there's if there's that opportunity. Yeah, like yeah, like another job opens yeah. up or whatever. There's, but yeah, but I mean, I just because you're, it you're would right. Be I mean, hard to believe a, that you know, like if Chef put his trust in Belichick to make the right football decision, he made this football. It's not decision. just Belichick's ego in that house, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's some big egos and there's, in there. And, I mean, yeah. look, you know this. When rich, powerful guys make bad decisions, they like to blame them on other people, right? Sure. So I'm sure in Chef's mind, he's like, I, I put my my trust in Bill. He's the football guy, mm-hmm. and he betrayed my trust by giving me awful advice. And now, like, we're we're sliding into the abyss, and Tom Brady's winning Super Bowls elsewhere. I don't know. I just don't know how a relationship survives that big of a mistake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, who That's knows? That's a big mistake. I'm looking forward to this Wickersham article, uh, excuse me, book, because who knows what their who knows what the relationship is now? I mean, outside of football and things like that. I mean, who knows? Well, I think the success is what kept them together all this time. Yeah. The success starts to fade and starts to go away. That's why, you know, again, I mean, even from Wickersham's little excerpts there, it sounds like there's been a lot of animosity between Shaft and Belichick for a long time. So, the winning and the promise of winning has kept them together, right? Well, if that if that starts to wane and the winning's not happening, what's going to tether them together? Nothing. I mean, Shaft's going to fucking tell him to take a hike. I'm not saying he's going to unceremoniously fire Bill, but there could be some backroom conversations where, like, Bill, we think it's time to move on and we're going to let you leave gracefully. You know, you want to resign or say mutual parting of ways, wherever. I mean, every there'd be a thousand job openings for him if he wanted one, so... Uh, but if you're not tethered by winning, if the winning goes, and I don't know what else they'd be tethered by. I mean, history doesn't mean jack to these people, as you know. Look at the decisions these fucking franchises make. You're going to tell me there's loyalty? <laughs> yeah, there's no they loyalty. They let Brady go. The fucking Sox traded Mookie. Like, you think Shaft's going to be loyal to a 70-year-old coach doesn't believe in anymore? But why should he be loyal, right? To your point, why should he I be I agree. Loyal? I'm not saying he should be. Yeah. I'm just saying, for the people out there that think I'm being an asshole, like, think it through and tell me why Shaft would stick around with a coach he doesn't believe in anymore who can't I don't, stand. But I don't even think it's being an asshole. I think it's just business. And to your yeah. point, these things break down. They all break down. Sure. I mean, we we all knew there was an expiration date on, on Brady and Belichick really ever since the, the 2017 story came out. And I think there's clearly going to be one here with the owner and, and and coach slash personnel guy. So, yeah, I mean, I do I do think there is that legitimate possibility. I just I don't know if it's this quickly, but who knows? It could be. And to the point is, to, to that point, maybe Bill Belichick wants it to be that quickly too. Maybe he sees it. And he's like, ah, I'm out. Like I'm 68 years old or however yeah. old he is now. And uh, if he wants another shot somewhere, it should probably be pretty soon. Like you, you suggested Giants. I hadn't thought of that. I Giants like that. is great, but I just don't but, know if they're. But let's say Dallas yeah. is open. He's got Dak. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's say Jared says, oh, I'll fire Mike and hire you. You got Dak Prescott. I think Belichick would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he should go in two seconds if he thinks yeah. that's the, the play, and, and they'll be – they're much closer to, obviously, with that quarterback. He gets Micah Parsons there. to play yeah. with for a few years. I mean, Yeah, they'd probably be pretty successful down there. Yeah. Especially with Dak. So. Yeah, with that roster yeah. and, you know, yeah. on, on both sides of the ball, I think Bill would fucking kill it down mm-hmm. there. But And then we'd get Bill O'Brien. 
You deserve Bill O'Brien. Oh, no one deserves Bill O'Brien. Patriots deserve Bill O'Brien. I don't want to have Bill O'Brien. All right, Bill O'Brien or Josh McDaniels? Josh McDaniels. That was fast. Yeah. Wow. I know how much you hate Josh McDaniels. I do. I respect him a little bit more, though. I, I mean, guess. like Bill yeah. O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. scumbag. Yeah. The fact that he's telling people he's trying to get fired from the Texans, like, he's a fucking scumbag. Fucking leave then, pussy. Right. You just didn't want, you want to get paid. You want to get fired and keep your money, mm-hmm. but you weren't going to make the effort to do go stay there and do a good job. You're the worst kind of person. What the hell's Bill O'Brien coaching next year? He's the worst kind of person, though. Like, how you can't be a worse person than that. No, like, you can't. Like no, you're trying to get fired so you yep. keep your money, but you don't have the balls to just walk away. Plus, you have more money than God anyway. You right, need, yeah. You only work too long in the NFL <laughs> to be, you know, all set financially. But you didn't have the sack to walk away, so you fucking did a shitty job, tried to get fired, and took the paycheck. You're mm-hmm. a fucking scumbag. Right. And instead of firing you, they did everything to keep him. They fired everyone. Right. They made yeah, they him fired the GM. everyone else, right. made him GM, and he's and he's mm-hmm. fucking trade away fucking mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins for nothing. <laughs> Here's Nuke. Give me a second round pick. Okay. Carlos has been like, really? Is that a misprint? <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> All right. Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, um, yeah, they, yeah, there you go, folks. There's your all sports podcast for the. There's like one or two of these we do a year. <laughs> yeah, well, when when events merit, and this yeah. one does. Yep. Yeah, it is. That's true. We'll probably be talking about it next week too. The aftermath. Yeah. Either way, I'm fucking nervous. So thanks. I, I know you are. I am so fucking nervous. I know you are. It's gonna be such a relief if the fucking box just crush them. I don't even want a close game. A close game would be annoying too because it'd be like oh, far behind in the patch, really, for the fucking Super Bowl. Like. Eh. Yeah. I'll be like that. <laughs> Almost beat them, guys. <laughs> you can hang with them. You can hang with anybody. I'm telling you. It's true. Fuck it's you. True. You guys play the Rams this year, too? Or is it the Chargers? You play the Chargers, right? We play the Chargers. I wish you played the Rams. Don't play the Rams. We have the... McFay just shoved up your ass so bad last year. That's right. You guys we played the We have the NFC year. South. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be rough. McVay now knows he can beat you, mm-hmm. and he's got a fucking super team. So we know Brady. What's that? Don't have Brady. That's right. Yeah, and he has a super team. Mm-hmm. Like he has fucking, you know, he's got White Lightning and Matt Stafford. <laughs> he does. We have to thank our sponsor. Yeah, I was going to say we totally forgot to do that, didn't we? Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. Hey, thank you so much to Main Man Flavors, mainmanflavors.com. Visit us. Visit them online, mainmanflavors.com. You can find them... All up and down the coast of Maine, too, and all the great specialty stores. And uh, check out their Instagram, and uh, you can find out a lot more from them there, too. So great great hot sauces, great relishes, teriyaki sauce, or blueberry yaki, right? Blueberry? Yeah, blueberry yeah. yaki. Blueberry yaki sauce, which rules. So try that all out, and you will not be upset about that. So check out Main Man Flavors. Also, Nosh Kitchen Bar. On the corner of Oak and Congress. Great food. Awesome beer selection. Great uh, cocktails as well. So check it out. It is a wonderful place to grab a drink and just really cool, sophisticated, fun, like bar snacks and food. It's a really, really unique place. It's been open for a while. Gosh, I, over 10 years now, right? I try to remember when. Yeah, because it's more than that. I yeah. Think, at this point. 
It's been an institution there now, which well, is Well, I remember walking over with Maddie when they like first rented the space, and it was, what was it before? It was like some dance club or it something? It was a dance club, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it was called. And I it had, like, went there these, a few times. Like, pretty we, lame. It had some like like weird moldings and stuff yes. and, and lighting. And yes, they had like a huge chandelier thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the chandelier. So I remember walking in there, and like we were looking at the chandelier and be like, huh? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a... Uh, and like what it looked like before, and then obviously... What it was it became, very pink. Yeah, yeah I remember was, that yeah. when they were first, like Maddie and I going over there when they first... Lisa Spade. Yeah, it was a nightclub. Yeah. It was not a dance place. It was a nightclub, yeah. from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's yeah. what I remember. I never went in there like it. It was pretty lame. It, that was the first time I walked in there. Was with Maddie actually, mm-hmm. but yeah, I remember much that. cooler now. Much cooler yeah, it's now. Fucking awesome. Go it's get great, some great, great, spot. great fucking food. So uh, again, big thanks to our sponsors, Hobbs and Danks. Sell my You know, we never mentioned that. I've noticed I know. Hobbs and Danks. Sell my the Shaft Collection, the CCP Collection, the uh, Bearhawks gear. You also have, what else do we have? Um, the uh, Shaft shirt, of course. No, I already said that. We should have made a game oh, the of the BSP century. selection. We should have made a Game of the Century shirt. We should do like a Tom, another Tom Brady v. Belichick shirt of yeah. some sort. Yeah. Game of the Century shirt. Yeah. What would, like, I have to think about the, um, the imaging for that. <laughs> Work on that, but... Uh, and of course the oh and it's and it's the season for it. Be a Timmy. Oh, that's right. Be a not Timmy a not a Tuka shirt. Sold one of those the other day, actually. Did you? Yeah, yeah fucking look. It's good Bruin shirt. season's upon us, man. Like a couple more weeks. Get your Be a Timmy not a Tuka shirt. I want to see a Be a Timmy not a Tuka shirt, someone wearing that at, at, the, garden. at the garden. I want someone like on the glass. It's yeah. like fucking be a Timmy not a Tuka. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Could you imagine like a Nesson camera caught that shit? Yeah, they had the like they're like, oh fuck. Yes, if anyone has if any, if you are someone who's gonna go to that game, yeah, if you have, if you have fucking, if you have glass you know tickets, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get one of those. I haven't got one yet. I need some more long sleeve shirts. I'm gonna go buy a bunch of BSP. There you go. I'm gonna get a long sleeve shaft shirt. I'm gonna get a be a Timmy not a Tuka. Long- I think I, should I go black with gold or gold with black? Are they both available? Or is it is it black with gold? Or it's is be- it- black with gold. It's black with gold. Yep. All right, so I'll get a black with gold, be a Timmy, not a Tuca. Maybe there you one go. Of those. It's, a, it's a good shirt. Maybe I'll get a different TB199. I love my orange one, but I kind of want a Pat's colored one. I like my, yeah, I like my, um, what color do I have? Uh, orange. Yeah, mine's long yeah. sleeve orange. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite shirt. It's a great shirt. <laughs> it's a great fucking shirt. <laughs> no one ever asked me what it is, though. Yeah. Like I think like they think it's some like skateboarding thing or something they've never heard oh, of. Oh probably. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh, it's that. Yeah, they're like not cool enough to know what it right. is. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're, they're not, afraid to ask. They're not gonna ask. Yeah. Like just ask. <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry. It's all good. I'd love to tell you. That's right. All right, let's go post this so we can get out of here. Play a little bit of video games for all the right. show. We're out of here. We'll see, see you, folks.